This is Lothar Tuppen, and you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. There is no prank. You have to move the step, and you know that. I'm offering you a space to not only store it, but thoroughly investigate it. Meet me at Martin State County Police Hangar. What is this place? It's a stip dock. Hold on a minute. That guy just said the stip is secure. Yes, Kate. He's one of us. Us? We are scattered around your world, fully assimilated into each society. I assure you, we mean no harm. Near the end of the war, a P-51 fighter pilot disappeared on a mission over China. A simultaneous lightning strike and bang! There he was in the wrong dimension. Well, after getting adjusted to what happened, he worked with us and your then-president. It was the best way for your father to meet with him and resolve this whole war matter. My father? Why me? What's so special about me? Your father needs you. And now, the hunt begins. Hold on, Pierman. First, you tell me you're a space traveler in a parallel world where my missing father is doing time because an alien stole your spacecraft, brought it here to Baltimore, escaped, and now the world might end. I believe that's a fair assessment, Kate. A fair assessment? You say, a fair assessment? I say, it's a crock. (laughs) Miss Hawk, I know that this is quite a bit to take in all at once, and it sounds implausible, but I assure you, The situation is quite real, and a dangerous man is on the loose. If it's so real, and so dangerous, and you people can zip through space and punch holes between worlds, why can't you just send your best people over here and find them? There are several reasons. For one, when I said that our world knows about you, I'm speaking of a select few. Our general population has no idea that you exist, or that the stip exists. So if you went to a detective in your world and told him what you told me... They too would think that I was either crazy or pulling a practical joke on them. (laughs) Well, right now, I feel the same way. So aside from that, why don't you just come and get him? We cannot run the risk of being discovered for who we are. It is best that you do the majority of the investigating. We will assist you in any way that we can. (laughs) Well, that's all well and good. But what do I do with this... this whatever he is, after I capture him. I just tell my commander, it's okay, boss. I'm turning him over to an intergalactic police squad, so we don't need to prosecute. You leave that part to me, Kate. You investigate, you find him, and we can take it from there. Oh, I see. I just tell my superiors, yeah, I made the collar, but he disappeared to another dimension, so he's their problem now. No, not another dimension. Another jurisdiction. What? When the time comes, we will make the arrangements for the prisoner to be extradited to another jurisdiction, and he will disappear from your world. And as far as your people will know, he's serving time in another state. (laughs) I just don't see how you're going to pull that off, Pierman. Connections, my dear Kate. Connections. Now, go back to the precinct and get started. Get started? I have no clue what this man looks like, how old he is, what he was wearing, where he might go, how dangerous he is. Nothing. 
And you expect me to find him? There will be some information awaiting you back at your desk. Look at it carefully and do what you do best, Kate. Investigate. How? We have people. Now go. I didn't know what to believe, who to trust, or really what to do. All I could do is what Pierman said. Go back to the office and see if there was something there to go on. I couldn't help but think about my partner. How was I going to tell Barnes that we're looking for an escapee? Escapee from what? A prankster's prop? This was going to be tough. Sure, I could tell him the whole story about parallel worlds and all the crazy things I heard today. I'm sure he'd come and visit me at the state hospital. No, I'll just have to act on what evidence is collected, if there's any evidence at all. Hey, Detective Barnes. Not the one I was looking for. Ah, rookie. Uh, the filing cabinet's over there. What? Oh, no. Th these are for the better-looking partner. So, where is the lovely Detective Hawk? I have something for her. Look, Nelson, you're better off being more professional. And forget about any designs you might have on my partner. Whoa, he, he called me Nelson. Yeah, but uh, didn't your mother call you by all three names when you was in trouble? Yeah, when I heard all three, it was time to hide. So, where is Detective Hawk? She's en route, uh, coming back for an investigation. The can on a hot tin roof one? What do you need, rookie? Some uniform gave me this packet for Detective Hawk. He said it was preliminary findings from the event from this morning. Uh, just put it on her desk over there. I'll make sure she looks at it. I could just wait over here and make sure she gets it. Or you could just leave it like I said and not go back to traffic patrol. Yeah, I'll just leave it on the desk here. Hey, just make sure she knows I brought it. <laughs> yeah, rookie. <laughs> I'll be sure to do that. Talking to ourselves again, Jim? Hey, hey, Kate. Yeah, long days and the heavy caseloads will do that. Uh, how'd it go at the airfield? Interesting, to say the least. How about you? What's going on with this possible arson fire? Well, not much to go on right now. Looks like the uh, target was a high-end electronics shop. Fire marshal's still out there. I hope to have a cause and point of origin soon. So, uh, you find a home for your monument? Look, it's not my monument. It's like you said, probably an out-of-hand prank. Oh, changing our tune, are we? <laughs> no. Just keeping all options open. Could be a prank, could be a spaceship. And now the city is full of little green men running around abducting people in their sleep. <laughs> I thought they were gray. Well, you are the expert in these matters. Hey, uh, <clears throat> speaking of weird little men, uh, Nelson left you something on your desk. Uh, you just missed it. You might be able to catch him if you hurry. Ha ha, very funny. This packet is from him? <laughs> yeah, he wanted to give it to you in person, though. I'm sure you're heartbroken. Jim, did he say where he got this? I just said it was a uniform. Probably, uh, I don't know, from one of the guys uh, from this morning. Could have been Mac, I don't know. I thought Mac said this case was low on the priority list, and it could be a week before we got all the results. Hard to say, Kate. The uh, arson's still tied up with the fire marshal. The shootings are still in the first 48. Hey, be happy you got something. Uh, by the way, what did you get? Uh, not much. Looks like they were able to lift some partials, besides mine, from the interior of the, the monument thing. Oh, good. Maybe we'll figure out uh, who built this tin can and nail him for trespassing. 
I mean, that's all it is, isn't it? Trespassing, maybe some mischievous behavior. Why is this such a priority to you? Come on, Jim. A welded container on a roof, glowing lights and humming sounds. Doesn't it pique your curiosity? Mm, a little bit, especially when that uh, thing slammed shut and you were in there. I, I thought it was some kind of booby trap or something. But you know, you seem fixated on it. Oh, come on, Jim. How would you feel if you were still working at Beat Back in Beantown and a childhood monument of yours just appeared on a roof? <laughs> I'd say, how in God's name did somebody get Fenway Park up there? <laughs> that would be some big roof. Go ahead, make fun of me. I'm sorry, Kate. Yeah, it's very strange someone would make a mock-up monument that's from some obscure little town. <laughs> obscure? Come on, we know the real Cambridge is in Massachusetts. Well, for me, it's in Maryland, and this monument means something. Of all the structures around, why was it one that has special meaning to me? That's why this is such a priority to me. Look, it's pretty late. It's been a long day. I'm going to take this home, make a latte, and curl up with some interesting reading. Well, I'm going to enjoy a lager of Boston's finest, uh, even if I did buy it in a Balmer. See you in the morning. Later. Yeah, Mac, what's up? Yeah, Jim, did Hawk get that evidence packet? Yeah, Nelson brought it a few minutes ago. Somebody pulled some strings somewhere. It went from back burner to top of the list. Is there something we don't know? <laughs> Come on. It's Kate Hawk. Half the guys in the precinct are trying to outdo each other to impress her. <laughs> Somebody probably pulled some strings to push it through. Yeah, I thought the same thing. Whoever it is will probably try to collect. Well, the only one I know trying to do that doesn't have any strings to pull. You gotta be talking about that rookie. Nelson, is it? Yeah, he's a trip, ain't he? Well, for whatever reason, you guys should have something to go on. I'm really curious to see what that whole thing on the roof was all about. Well, that makes at least three of us. So, was there anything in there worthwhile? About the only place that had prints was on a lit pad inside. There were too many. We got some partials, and we did get Kate's off the inside door, but not much else. Listen, Jim, keep me posted. Uh, will do. Thanks. I couldn't think straight driving home. When I left the apartment this morning, I was looking forward to another day of just being Baltimore's finest. I wasn't expecting to return with a case of an escaped alien prisoner from a prison holding my missing father in a parallel dimension. It's just too much. I'm thinking the latte might turn into a nice wine and a soothing bath. Let's see. Lavender latte or... Vanilla ice latte. <laughs> Maybe a nice Chardonnay. Ah, oh, come on. At least let me get my shoes off. Hog. Well, detective, did you get the packet? Pearman, yeah. Uh, just like you said, I haven't really looked through it yet. Doesn't look like much. There are some partial prints and trace evidence of some kind of soil. I don't think there are any clear prints, just smudges and partials. That will be sufficient. I take it you have fax capabilities? What is it you want? I want you to fax the partial prints to me. We will use our database to investigate and get you some leads. And again, how do I explain these leads with little or no evidence? Trust me, Kate Hawk. I'll take care of things. You just do what you do best. Yeah, I know. Investigate. 
All right, I'll start sending these over. What's the number? You should have it now. Keep a record of this. We'll be using it quite often. With all the technology you have, I'm using a fax machine. It works. Remember, I used to use motorcycle messengers. And probably smoke signals. Not quite. Ah, uh, here it comes now. Let me do a quick scan. But our lab indicates here that they're only partials, and we couldn't match them to anything in our database. Which doesn't surprise me. Our alien database is pretty sparse. Our technology is a little ahead of yours. We can match these prints with very little data available. I'm running the partials now. Any chance of sharing that technology? It sure would make my job a lot easier. But why do you even need prints at all? You've got to know who escaped. Two inmates escaped, or at least attempted to escape. Both were very dangerous men. One was vaporized when he tried to break through an HEFF. That's a hyper-energy force field. It disturbed the field long enough for his cellmate to make it through before the field regenerated. We couldn't identify the body because there was nothing left to identify. So these prints I just faxed... They just identified the loose man in your world. And I can tell you, it's not good. Why am I not surprised? Kate, he's one of yours. Extremely dangerous and unstable. One of ours? I told you before that you needed to find whoever escaped before it was too late for your world. Both were threats to your world. But with this positive identification, it might be too late for both of our worlds. Who is this man who is a threat to both worlds? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, The Noose Titans. And he is Barney. And we're inviting you to Billy and Barney's Booze Hound Bar. Arf, arf. Where we never treat you. Ruff, ruff. And we always raise the roof, roof. And there's always something happening every night, right, Billy? I'm Barney. You said it. Tuesday is ladies' night. All ladies are half price, and we got plenty of ladies in stock for you to choose from. Ask about our over 60 special. Wednesday is drink till you fall down night. The last person standing gets to pay the bar tab. Plus tips. Thursday is topless night, where our one and only waitress, Roxanne, will doff her tea for thee. Then we all gather around to read her tattoos. On the right, honk if you love silicone. And on the left, if you can read this, you're too dang close. Friday is free for all night, where for the first 10 minutes, all drinks are free. Every 10 minutes after that, we jack up the price $2. By 10 p.m., you're paying $34 a glass, but you won't care. So come by Billy and Barney's Booze Hound Bar. Look for the neon bassin'. I'm Barney. And he's Billy. Saying thanks for getting tanked with us.